What up, though? What it is? It's Pulse Pulse Game, and we about to get it popping off the top. I was asked an interesting question, which uh, my goddaughter asked me if I had a chance to kill baby Hitler, would I kill him? And it was just an interesting question. So I wanted to bring it to the group. So if you could kill an adult but catch him as a baby and kill him, knowing what they'd grow up to be, who would you kill? And what's the top five people you would kill? Wow, that, that's a heavy that's question a baby, right bro. off the bat. Yeah. Like, you got to kill him as a baby, though. Okay, well, how are we going to define a baby? Like, can't in the walk, womb? Can't talk. No, so not it, even it, in the womb. It has to be out the womb. Okay, so it ha- has to be an actual living child. Yes. And then you kill him. Yes. I mean, Hitler's got Hitler's got to be number one, right? Before preschool. So pre preschool. Yeah, you got to kill him before preschool. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, Hitler's got to be one. Um. Number like two, Slobodan Milosevic. Whoa. You say what? No, I hear you. What'd you say? Oh, no. I was like saying, so we also like, we never get caught, but we can also never take credit for going back in time and doing these heroic feats. So we just get to enjoy a different world, but we can never be like, I did that. Yeah, yeah, you just got to kill him, kill him as a baby. You get caught, that's on you. I don't have nothing to do with that. <laughs> just carry around the history book. Um, it's like, and be like, see, this is why I have to do it. Well, um, I, no, I, who, who's in who's in your five then? Because I, I'm, I'm, I'm having, I'm having some. Uh, Conflict of conscience here. All right. So number five, I'm going with the with the youngs, the Kim Youngs. I'm killing all of them as babies that they're coming across. Just yaka yaka yaka. All right. My number four is uh Willie Lynch. If you don't know, do your research. Number three is Joe Mans. Adolf Hitler, you feel me? Cut his little face off. And number two, I would take great pleasure in killing all the Rothschilds as well, one at a time. His baby's just yaka, 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 just the, the Chris Cody knife action, you feel me? Knife work, all knife work, up close in person. And then number one, this might surprise some people, Columbus. Fair enough. Jeanette, you've had some time to think here. I'm, I'm going to pass this, yeah. pass this off to you because I, I, I'm still formulating my list. I don't think I have a top five, but so I'm going to go uh, Martin Scorsese. Whoa. Uh, just, just the last couple of years of work. I think is really detrimental to his legacy. 
So do you give them no legacy? You you didn't like the yeah. last five hours of the Irishman, as no. opposed to the first three hours. No, no, and I, and also like I don't like being lectured to by like someone who's so deep into his craft. It's like, hey, just let me enjoy the movies however I want. You enjoy your bag and remaking the same movie seventeen billion times. Well, then how do you feel about Tarantino? I mean, he does pretty much the exact same thing. Yeah, he'd be on he'd be on that thing too, but um as far as I know, Scorsese isn't like me too adjacent. So there's that. Um let's see. Who else? Who else would be I think I'm gonna do, try to come up with like two more. But Whoever created the thigh master, I'm going to go after that person or persons. Not necessarily Suzanne Summer; she was just an endorsee. But whoever like created that, because obviously that like thing didn't work. So I'm going after that person. Um, and whoever came up with like the American Dental Association and the various dental techniques that have not changed in like hundreds of years I'm going after those people too because I don't like taking shots I don't like the dentist trying to talk to me while they have their fingers in my mouth and I can't really articulate anything and then they get mad at me because I can't answer their question so yeah everyone that had anything to, to do with the dental industry Like, you know how they say four, four out of five dentists agree? That one dentist, totally safe. You're good at my book. <laughs> <laughs> the other four? Ooh, it's on, buddy. It's on. Oh, and I guess along that, I want to also include whoever invented dental floss, especially like the really like cheap knockoff versions that all they do is like, they don't really do their job and they just cut your gums. They're on the list too. Oh, I had an OLI. I forgot. Whoever created the bike lane, they're on the list. <laughs> Stupak and his bike lanes. So what else going on with y'all? Y'all see Chris Paul about to get released? Yeah, yeah. I actually, I did see that. And uh, just wait until he signs for a veteran's minimum for, with the Lakers. I'm telling you, the Lakers, I'm going Lakers number one, Boston number two, and then the Dark Horse, I go like Milwaukee. What about Miami? Would he go there? No. Miami Miami is a good five because four, I might put uh, the Pelicans in there as a Dark Horse too. Just in case you want to go home and end it there. But LA one, Boston two, Milwaukee, Pelicans, and Miami a good option. So it really is so is that where Monty Williams ended up? Milwaukee? Because like just outside looking in, it seemed like they had a pretty decent relationship. 
No, Monty Williams came to Detroit for like damn near 80 million, something preposterous. Like we don't even have an 80 million dollar roster, I don't think. So I don't know why they pay the coach this much money. Like that was that was the equivalent of paying Joe Flacco all that money after he won the Super Bowl. Like at some point it just gotta stop. Like I go get a coach who don't know nothing for I get to pay a coach is 10 million. Yo, it's over. Yeah, I couldn't remember where Monty ended up, but yeah, it kind of came back. See, that's the problem with sports, though. Everybody be scared to put their foot down, bro. You like, I wouldn't pay you all these quarterbacks all this money, bro. Get up out the pay. I'm not paying coaches all this money. Get up out the pay. Like Jalen Brown, bro, you're not getting $60 million. You have to get out the paint, bro. Like everybody, just because you earned a Supermax don't mean you deserve a Supermax per se, if you get what I'm saying. Like, it depends on how the year go. You feel me? Like, John Morant might have got your spot if you've been there all year. So, ain't no telling. Like, I don't know. I'm not paying dogs 60 million. It's only like five, 60 million dollar players in the league. You feel me? Yeah, that's that's a fair point. I think it's just a, a lot of it is they don't, how invested they are in those stars and, you know, however successful they have been for that team. And you don't want them, you know, the ego of ownership, they don't want them to go do that somewhere else. Where it's like, if, for example, like if they were to leave and then they win two consecutive championships somewhere else, it's like, oh, those could have been ours. We're so dumb and it only would have cost us whatever, like you said, 100 million over two years or something. But then you have other owners like in the Samson camp that are just like, you're just a number. Bye. Good luck. Go sign with the Yankees or whatever. See, in my opinion, they both like out of touch. They both don't have a vision. No third eye, if you would. You feel me? Because there's certain players that's worth it and you got to pay. There's other players you got to see the future with. And then there's some players, bro, where you just got to cut ties and realize this kind of ain't working. And I'm not saying the Celtics thing ain't working, but for it to be 60 million, for you to be 60 million on my cap, bro, no, you're not that type of player, though. Like, just period. Like, it can't go like that. So if you're going to pay him 60, then pay Tatum 60. That's your whole cap right there. Nailed yeah. It. I think I think we nailed the, uh, the basketball talk there. Great job, team. Let's go into something more interesting. What's the uh, what's the Hall of Fame board games? Oh yeah, so th- this was this was in the uh, PPG chat, um, and I, I think I think we can narrow it down to maybe maybe three each or four each board games that would be a first ballot Hall of Famer. All right, we can do and a I, big three. Well, I've I've got, I've got my list. I have an OLI. Um, I actually, I, I guess I've got two OLIs, uh, and then I have my three that are first ballot hall of famers. So OLI number one is risk. I don't know if you ever played risk, but that one, a lot of fun there. <laughs> Second OLI big, big time, uh, strategy game connect four. Oh, yeah. Oldie but a goodie. Oldie but a goodie. Uh, my number three is going to be life. Spin that little wheel. 
get your little car, get your, your spouse, get your kids, you know, end up in a shack. Salute O'Neill. Number, <laughs> number two is going to be Trivial Pursuit. I absolutely dominate that game. No one that wants to play with me anymore. Yeah, I think in, in recent times or in the modern era, that might be not as you'd probably have an easier time dominating because I think if you play with younger people, they are not as retentive of, you know, tri- trivial information because everything is like, well, if you don't know something, it's like, oh, they're going to just look it up. And yeah, and then it doesn't have to really stay in your mind, you know, so I think yeah. that's a game that it harkens back to people of a maybe 30 years and older and everybody else younger is like, um, no. Yeah. Uh, number one is going to be Battleship. I don't know if that can be classified as a board game since it's not technically a board, right? But my list, my rules. Boom. Roasted. Isn't it also, I think... That it comes like in a cardboard box, unnecessarily that maybe you play it on a board. Well, I, I think the definition is that it is played on some sort of board, right? I, you know, chessboard, checkerboard. Well, well, like your 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 map for battleship that is your board because that would be that's where you're annotating your your hits and your misses. Okay. Yeah. That works for me. All right, who's next? I go next, but I got instead of an OLI, I got an opposite of an OLI. So this one is going to be the Ouija board. Ooh. All right, now my OLI is going to go with one of my favorites that I've grown into, which is chess. Yep. And then the rest of these is gonna go back to when I was a kid at heart. So my uh my third one is gonna be sorry. Great, great pull, great pull. Yeah, then uh my second one is gonna be trouble. Like these was all little games I love playing as a kid, hitting the buttons, knocking people off. I don't know. And then my last one, bro. It might be controversial, but I don't know. I used to love this game as a kid. I don't know if it was the money or taking other people's money, but Monopoly. Oh, yeah. If if you want to start a fight or if you want to have like an absolute battle with your family, Monopoly is the way to go. Do you guys have a strategy for the banker? Because in our family, we always try to get my sister to be banker because she's bad at math. And you could just like tell her like any amount that you needed and she wouldn't double check if that's what was if she like if you needed that to to complete you know rent or whatever so like a couple turns she'd be like how did we run out of money (laughs) (laughs) i'm always the baker because i slip a couple of extra 500s and 100 bills under the board and then when people are distracted you know looking at their looking at their you know chances or community chess i just kind of slip that into my teal and then i repeat the process 
See, none of that never works because we always watch the banker keep the bank where my eyes can see it. No, sir. No, sir. No, it's all about the distraction. We watching you while you moving the money. Like you can't even reach towards the bank without somebody looking at you, bro. Ain't no way you getting away with this money. You got to be damn near a musician for you to come through with some monopoly money and get away with it. You have to bring it from home. My friend. And have it in your pocket. My friend. I'm telling you, bro. Sleight of hand is one of my uh, my hidden talents, so I can manipulate. I can slip a little five ski, a little fin ski, right out from underneath your nose. You hey, wouldn't even notice it. You know how people count cards? They over yeah. there counting you how many five hundred dollar bills you're supposed to have, honey. Like they over there oh, keeping wow. track, bro. I'm telling you, like, you, you, fold, you fold one of them in half so that way it looks like two. You kind of have that sl- sneaking out of the backside, and then boom, there's another one right there. Under the nose. See, and I'm that? you, that's what, hey, and on another topic, I hate playing with them type of people, bro. I hate playing like when you play dominoes and you got the people that's trying to count the dominoes and see what's been played and what's left. Like, bro, you taking five minutes to play one domino, dog. I hate playing with you, bro. Like, it's not even fun no more. Like, play a domino, bro, for real. Like, I don't know. You ain't cheating. You ain't trying. I mean, I'm not into the domino because I'm going to beat you, bro. I don't need to do that. Count your money. You know what I'm more concerned with instead of counting the domino? Because this is what people who count the dominoes do. They want to try to lock the board so then they can get all the dominoes that's left and get that money. No, bro, that's a sucker's way of getting money. Get your money on the board, bro. You feel That's just like cherry picking the money. No, dog, I'm about to cash out all this money on the bones, and then I still get the domino. On top of that, on top of all your sucker moves, bro. I the hate the counters. Man, I hate the domino counter. Suckers. Y'all almost worse as the people who take all the luggage on the airplane. Well said. Those guys can kick rocks. Oh, yeah. Well, so I guess it's my turn for... It's my uh, turn. It's my turn. So, this is a game that you guys may not be familiar with, but Pretty Pretty Princess. Um, I, I don't remember necessarily if it was a board game, but it was like it had jewelry and rings and little tiaras so you could like dress up with your friends and stuff like that. So it was like a communal thing. I don't think it was competitive unless you went to do like who looks the best or something. Um... Yeah, Monopoly definitely up there just because you like when you play it, there's no way to avoid conflict. So that's pretty dope. Um, do you guys in like like if you guys see that there's like a Monopoly version of like I don't know, Star Wars or a TV show? Do you guys buy it or you're just like, nah, I'm cool with the OG? I bought so, one. I bought one for my goddaughter. Uh, I forgot what kind it was. It was electric, though. So my, my wife's aunt, my wife's aunt, she actually collects Monopoly. So she has in her collection maybe 75, 100 different, you know, specialty Monopoly games. So how much room does that take up? It has to be half. It's, a like, it's like it's like a whole closet, a legitimately yeah. an entire closet. Is it? Are they wrapped in plastic? 
uh, I'd say 85% of them. Some, some of them, you know, have been used, but like a good majority of them are, are still in the plastic. Are they weatherproof? <laughs> that's, that's a wonderful question. You have a lot of great questions today. Uh, uh, she lives in uh, sunny uh, San Diego. Is it, a, so. is it a temperature controlled closet? Does she do, <laughs> do moth inspections? There's like no pipes. Going I'm not really the sure what the what the moth population is in uh, in San Diego, but uh, I'm sure ants. it's yeah. Ants could be a oh. real problem. Termites. Um, my last submission would be mouse trap. Ooh, um, great yeah. call! Love mouse trap. Yeah, I think. How did I not put that on the board? Of like life and trouble and all that stuff when you just. I think when you add the element of, I guess it would be destruction or loud noises when you're little, it makes it a lot more fun. So, unless it's Bop It. Bop It can just go kick rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Man, how, oh, how do we not also put uh, uh, Operation on the board? See, I thought about that, but is that a board game or is that like another type of game, like a uh, battleship person? I'd say it's a board game, you know, very akin to, you know, Mousetrap. It's played on yeah. a board, right? Yeah, Operation Operation crossed my mind. But then it's so short-lived, though, bro. You feel like you only get to pick out like seven bones or something and the game is over. Yeah, but you got you to be quick with it, though. You got It doesn't have a timer. You can't sit yes. there and take like, like you know, three hours to remove the, the bread what, basket. Wasn't there... What, what was the other game that it had a timer, you turned it, and you had to put the pieces, the shapes in it, and if you didn't, it would just, like, explode. All the pieces would pop out. Remember? Oh, yeah. What was that called? So, yeah. So, there's, like, a lot of, like, games where they're either, like, really chill or others where it's, like, incredibly nerve-wracking. So... Yeah, but that game, like the same thing where you're just like rooting on, I want this, you're, you know, you're trying to distract the person so that the thing blows up on them and they don't get to finish. Perfection. Oh, yeah. I just typed in exploding shapes game. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it came up with. Thank you, Google. Hey, y'all ever, play, y'all ever play Cards Against Humanity? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That that game is cold, bro. It's a card game, but that game cold, bro. Right. Yeah, I, I went through a, a pretty pretty big phase there for a while. I got like the bigger, blacker box. I got like seven or eight expansion packs. I haven't I haven't opened this thing in I don't know five or six years. Hey, it's always a dope game to play with like strangers and all of that, bro. Just because like don't nobody know nobody for real. So you can just play it, bro, and then just see who win. And like how I play it is whoever don't win, everybody else gotta take a shot. So it'd be up, you feel me? Yeah. Like <laughs> it would be interesting to see like how you can take like a maybe like those child's games, then just add like the twist of 
or whoever loses this round takes a shot or something and then see who can who ends up winning at the end i'd be done after like two rounds if i lost after two i'd just be like i can't focus anymore i'm done <laughs> What's the game you hate to like the most nerve wracking game for you? I think mine would be Jenga, yo. I don't, I don't think I like Jenga for real. I think the bar version of Jenga, where like you got the like the two by fours, because that's like Injury City. Yeah, I never played that, but the regular Jenga, I'm just I don't think I'm that good at that. You feel me? It's a white person thing. I just. Yeah, once I see that, like, the bottom is just, like, it's one little piece of wood sustaining the whole thing, that's when I'm like, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna be the one that wrecks it and, like, it falls on me. So, yeah, Jenga definitely avoid it. Like, Jenga is more nerve-wracking than shooting dice because, like, if I'm just losing money, I can stop. But Jenga is just, like, you have to do it. Bro. I don't know. Jenga. Jenga is the one that gets me. It's like trying to take a bomb apart or something. Interesting yeah, fact you- about Jenga. Uh, Phil Mickelson actually played a game of Jenga on 9-11. And that's going to do it for this episode of Post Post Game Show. This has been at Beat Count on Twitter. Joined tonight by Stu Pock out in Detroit City. And joining us was Jeanette out in Southern California. We will talk to you next time. Stay up. Listen to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars. <laughs>